Everyone, let us begin. Baruch Hashem, another day. Baruch Hashem, another day of our life. Baruch Hashem, to start off with positivity, to start off with love, to start off no matter what we did yesterday, no matter what we did last week, this week, today is today, and we have to remind ourselves and strengthen ourselves to focus on what we want to focus on, and one of the things that we're going to learn today in purity of speech, as we say every day to remind ourselves, as the Chavetz Chaim says, if we learn Hilchus Lashon Hara every day, it'll help us not even want to be negative, not even want to say something negative. So besides the fact that it helps each and every one of us on a personal level how to live our life, the Chavetz Chaim tells us on page 38 of Purity of Speech, yeah, there's enough for everybody to go around. Page 38, listen to what he says. Incredible. It's probably, um, if a person says that they're going to do this for Elul, for Rosh Hashanah, for Yom Kippur, everybody wants to know how they're going to have a good year. Everybody wants to know wh- how they could have a good year. What could they do? So listen to this. This is pretty straightforward from the uh, Zohar that it says that in Shemayim there are two chambers. There are two chambers in heaven. Chamber number one is called Heichal Haschus. Chamber number one is a Heichal where there are 71 Sanhedrin who find good things for the Jewish people. Number two is there's another Heichal. And over there the Satan sits and he talks badly, right? I can't even tell you how, how appropriate this is for Rosh Hashanah, for Yom Kippur, for El. This is it, guys. From where does each Heichel draw its power? The answer says the Zohar. When a person thinks positively and looks for the good things in others, then what happens? Then that Heichel will find, that chamber will find positive things for you. However, if chas shalom, a person always finds faults in others, then the satan, chas shalom, in heichel achova, in the chamber of, of negativity, will find faults with him. Incredible. How much incredible. So what comes out, like we always say, and you see this clearly from here, what we see very clearly from here, is that forget about what it does for us. Forget about how when I live my morning, when I live my afternoon, when I live my day seeing the good in others. How beautiful of a day I have. How beautiful a day. It's terrible when you see the bad in somebody else. Besides, besides Klape Shmaya, besides what's happening in heaven, just for your own life, you walk around miserable because you're looking at everybody negatively. As we said, Mitzorah's Motzirah. When you're negative within yourself, you're going to see negative outside of yourself. But over here, says the Zohar, says Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, is that for a person's, for a person's, Zachreinu Lachayim, Melachavitz Bachayim, the whole entire purpose of Elul, the whole entire purpose of Rosh Hashanah, of Yom Kippur, of Sukkot, is in order for us to have schusim in order for Hashem to save us, in order for us to have a great year. The greatest way for a person to do that 
is to see the positive in other people. It's incredible. To me, I, this is like incredible, incredible, incredible. This is literally why we do what we do every morning to stand up here and do this. I feel like, like th this is it. People want to know, I want to do tshuva like this. People want to know, I want to do tshuva like that. You know what you want to do tshuva? Love yourself more. That's tshuva. You want to do tshuva? Love yourself more. Why? Because if you love yourself more, then you'll love other people more. You want to do tshuva? Love other people more. Because if you love other people more, you'll begin to love yourself more. As Rav Baruch Bear says, I haven't said this this year, I apologize that it took me over a week to say over Rav Baruch Bear. Rav Baruch Bear, all those who learned in yeshiva, who've heard of Rav Baruch Bear. Rav Baruch Bear says, where am I going to get in? How am I going to get into heaven? How am I going to get into heaven? My Torah is not going to bring me to heaven. I'm not holding by that. My Torah, could you imagine Rav Baruch Bear? Saying that. My Avodah Hashem, my Yerush Shemayim, he says it. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say it about him, he said it. It's not going to bring me to heaven. What's going to bring me to heaven? My love for the Jewish people. My love to love Jews more. So a person wants to know, what's his Avodah of Rosh Hashanah? What's his Avodah Yom Kippur? What's he going to do? The Yitzhahara makes it all about your selfishness. He makes you more selfish about... about I did this Avera, I did that Avera, I did this wrong, I did that wrong. When a person realizes that the wrongest thing you can do, I don't know if uh, that's the proper English, but you guys got the point. Right? The, 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 the thing that you could do the most wrong is not loving another Jew and not loving yourself. This is the Chavetz Chaim, this is the Zohar. Question, comments. And then we'll learn the Halacha. Question, comments on that, please. Yeah, it's not about pulling cards. I'm just saying, like, like you, you have, like, yeah, you have to, like, You make it seem like it's so simple. Yeah, that, that's it. Is yeah, that it's hard. If you could do that, yes. If you're worried about that, yes. I'm worried about yes. That. No, I'm saying, if that's what you want to focus on, absolutely, 100%. Yes. Your biggest remorse could be that. Correct. You know why? Because why does a person does, do Averis? Why does a person do Averis? Because he's, exactly. Say that out loud. Not happy with himself. When you're not happy with yourself, you look for happiness elsewhere. That's what happens. When you're not happy with yourself, you got to find happiness in other things. When a person's not happy about himself, so he puts down other people, right? So he can feel good or he doesn't feel good. I don't, I'm not sure why, whatever the psychology of it. We could all say different as far as why you put people down. But the bottom line is because I don't feel good about myself. If I feel good about myself... Right? When you're feeling good, you love everybody. When you're feeling bad, you hate everybody. Yes, Yisrael. Just a comment. I just find it very interesting that I think 71 Sanhedrin, all it takes is one Sanhedrin. That what? That you have 71 Sanhedrin, and all it takes is one Sanhedrin. All you have to take is what? One? It takes 71 Sanhedrin, and it just takes one Sanhedrin totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's true. Yisha, you had something? Um, Sometimes, like for example, somebody has a relatively good day, they do something that's wrong or, or they feel it wasn't so right, they're able to forgive themselves. Right. Because, you know, sometimes remorse is hard when, especially when Kippur comes around. Even though they feel bad for an action that they've done multiple times, but they get overwhelmed by the volume. Instead of just thinking about the present or the, 
what you know that what you know what, what was was and and they can move on. They just you get caught up if you think about the volume as opposed to just that it was the action as opposed to action. Beautiful, beautiful, very good, Ishai. It's true. Beautiful. Well said. Okay. Let's talk halach in practice. Talking negatively about someone's actions or traits. Discussing someone's bad midos. Just like you're not allowed, we said yesterday that you're not allowed to reveal that someone did an Avera, and it's even worse to talk Lashon Hara than the Avera that he did. So to say this guy did was Mechal Shabbos, you say that this guy did this thing wrong, this guy did it, right? It's worse to say that than the actual Avera that he did. So we said that yesterday. So too, when you're discussing bad midos, such as strong temper, a lazy nature, stinginess. For example, my brother became very lazy since his yeshiva, right, it doesn't care, is not, is not, is uh, lenient when it comes to lateness, right? My grandmother was a very nervous mother since she experienced many hardships in her life. You're not allowed to say that because you're talking about that, you're not talking about something specific that she did or that your brother did, but you're talking about the type of person they are. Second thing, revealing that someone lost his temper. You're not allowed to reveal that someone lost his or her temper, even if it was said by the way. For example, you call your neighbor to ask if your son could be dropped off at his house after school, and he agreed. Later, you call to say, I called the school in the morning to make the bus change. Oh, you should have heard how that secretary yelled at me for bothering her. You're not allowed to say that statement about the secretary. Example, I am so forgetful lately, last Shabbos I even forgot to cook eggs for the meal. After my husband yelled at me, I realized that I had better shape up, right? Okay, poor lady, right? You're not allowed to mention that the husband yelled, even if it was said, by the way. Beautiful. That what? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, correct, just wait. Just wait. You're right, I shouldn't judge. Right, exactly. Right, you can't judge. Can't judge that person, but it's true. But that's what's going to happen. You're going to yell. If a person's going to yell now in yeshiva, if you yell now in yeshiva about the food, or you yell now in yeshiva about your roommate, kol shkein v'kol shkein, you're going to yell at your family. Oh, the kasha that everybody asks. Oh, but I love my wife, and I love my kids more than I love my roommates and love that. That's the kasha. So what's the answer? Who do we hurt the most? We hurt the most the people who are closest to us. So the closer you are to someone, the more you're going to hurt them. So if you think you have your roommate pass and you have your yeshiva pass and you have your bacher pass, so Baruch Shem, you're 18 years old, you're 19 years old, you're 20 years old, and uh, you're not married yet. So the, usually I don't say Baruch Shem, you're not married yet. But now I could say Baruch Shem, you're not married yet, because now you could work on the fact that if you think about these things and you work on it now, maybe Amir Tashem, when you get married, so you'll realize that you did something wrong and you won't be in denial. Because I don't know if it'll help you that you won't do something wrong, because you will do something wrong, but at least you won't be in denial saying, Me? The big tzaddik? Can't be. You'll realize already that you're not such a big tzaddik. That's Baruch Hashem. That's the biggest bracha. Question, comments on all of the above, please. Shlaimi, what do you have to say? Come on, Shlaimi. Did I get you right? I'm, I'm, I'm a little, uh, yeah. Here I go, yeah, somebody? Question, yes. So I was right. That what? No? I think that I'm working on my minutes, so...
Now why? I think that I'm working on my minutes, so am I going to be shocked when I'm married? It's like, oh. I'll again. Are you going? Let's wait until Mir Tushan. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Why low? Why low? Getting nervous? Getting nervous? Okay, question, comments? Other question, comments? As we wrap this, this segment up? We're all good? Yes? Why is it that you hurt your family the most? Oh, beautiful. So the... Well... Those... You can you can't you can't give you can only give what you have. We spoke about that a little bit yesterday. You can only give what you have. So if I have fifty percent love within me, I can only give fifty percent love. Right? Now to give love to a stranger, I don't have to give all of it. But to give to the people closest to you, they're they're gonna see how much love you truly have. So the more love you have within yourself, the more love you're able to love the people closest to you because those are the people who you're actually loving the most. So you're maxed out at whatever you have. That's what's scary a little bit. When a person doesn't love himself and a person doesn't have a good relationship with himself and a person doesn't have that, so those are where relationships are very, very, very difficult because they don't know, they don't have it to give it. Does that make sense? Well, it'll be whatever it is. I still don't understand why it is that you hurt them the most. Yeah, correct. So if I don't, if I don't have so much, then that's 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 what I'll give. You're giving the negativity to them also. Correct. Because the more of you is exposed to them. Correct. Because it's more of you. So a negative person gives negativity. You only give what you have. So if you give negativity, it's because you have negativity. Assuming you're a positive person, you're giving up positive. Exactly. Correct. Good, correct. And you won't. If a person is, is living positivity, and a person is living love, and a person is starting right over here with himself, then that's what he's going to give over. When I say you only give what you have, it means the, the, in, the, in the negative as well. Somebody who hurts somebody is because they are hurt. Somebody who's negative at somebody is because they are negative. Somebody who's, like we spoke yesterday, who's judgmental at somebody is because they have judgment. Somebody who's an accepting person, I can give a lot of acceptance. I can give a lot of love. Yes, Mayor. Just to answer his question a little more, um, he, asked, he asked why we give the most negativity to our family, not. So I'm saying it's the same thing. Right, so. It's both. I would say also that you take. If you're not working on yourself, right? You have you have a there's a certain way that you react to when someone mistreats you, quote unquote, or whatever, something like that. When your family does something, 
you take it more personal than when someone else does it. And if you didn't work on yourself and the way you react to these things, you'll react in a bad way. And again, why would you react in a bad way more towards your family is because you care about more about what your family does. It's just the, the matter of you work on right. how you how you very nice, to beautiful. Beautiful. Go ahead, go ahead. Beautiful. Yeah, Shimon. Uh, for me, in my experience, every time I've gone back home to America from Indonesia, I make the mistake of connecting personality and place. So I go back home, and from what I was, like I was more negative back in the day, and I'm more negative to my family. Even now, like I, this yeshiva, it's pure positivity, you know? So I'm bleeding positivity. Yeah, yeah. How does this halacha that what meaning talking to a therapist? Yeah. Right. So good, good question. This is something has it fit in with therapy? When we're going to learn this later on during the year, is that uh, I'm not sure of where you'll be? You know, if you'll be, uh, you'll 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 take that with you, Mr. Shem. Is that um, when it comes to therapy or speaking to somebody about uh, about your problems, then it's a mitzvah, adaraba. It's 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 okay to talk to somebody because you're not doing it for the na- for the sake of putting someone down, you're, you're trying to grow. Even when it comes not to a therapist. The Chavetz Chaim says, even if you're venting to a friend, and your friend is there listening to help you, then it's a mitzvah to listen to your friend talk the Lashon Hara because, what? It's out of hurt, and then you're helping him not talk more Lashon Hara. Because when someone vents, they feel much better about themselves. So obviously, when guys are sitting around talking stupidity about other people, that's not what we're talking about. If you go over to a friend, and you're, or you're a friend, and someone's coming over to you, talking to you about his mother, his father, something that's real, and you're able to be empathic, and re- able to really listen, and say, oh, I hear, I hear, you know, and you're, and you're listening to them, that's very different. Good question, Josh, important question. And a person also has to be careful to say, oh, okay, oh, I'm just venting, it feels good. Obviously, we all know. We all know when we're sitting around with people or with, we're with who it is that we're sitting with, whether or not that person is helping me or hurting me. Is this person making me more angry and more negative? Because usually when you speak to someone who is there to help you, afterwards you feel more positive, you feel better. But if you speak to someone and you f- feel more negative, like, yeah, 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 then you know that that's not... That's not, you know, the proper thing. Yes? Um, Remember you were saying that the positive person will see positivity. Yes. And vice versa. Yes. I sometimes find that if I can't, even when I don't see what's positive within me, I'll see that, I'll project that, what I have good inside me, and I'll only see that on people, I won't see that within myself. Right. So even I'm not positive. Right, because you're, because he, because first of all, because you're a big tzaddik. Right, you're a big tzaddik. And the tzaddikim, the tzaddikim are always down on themselves and love everybody else. So that's, you have a different story that we could talk about. That's the truth. I'm serious. Some people are very special like that. That they only see the love in others and they're very hard on themselves. Okay. 
Okay, Hashem should help us, yes. What about a unique circumstance of a couple's therapy? Couple's therapy? That what? That's great. And and I'm saying you're, you're talking about your pain that you that you're being caused by your spouse, but it's, it's clearly hurting. Okay, yeah. If you're doing it to else, you're doing it to help. That's it. You know. Yeah, yeah. You're doing it to help. Yeah. You're not holding. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not holding by that. By the couples, everybody. It's a shame. Yes. It's good. You talk it out. Talk it all out. Yeah. Yeah. Shimmy. Ah, shalom. The Gagano. I feel like family and friends are different also because there's a different type of barrier. Like, if you go overboard with friends, you just might not be friends again. Right, they're stuck. Right, there's more pressure. Yeah, well said. Yeah, it's true. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But again, the, the bottom line, Yalcom, what, what you were saying, the bottom line is, is that it all begins and ends really with yourself. The way a person works on himself and the way a person works and feels about himself is really the energy and what he's going to give over to others and what he's going to give over the closest, to his closest to, to right around him. It's like we all have this sort of this energy field around us. If you are negative and you have negativity, like we said about the orange, you squeeze an orange, right? you get orange juice because that's what's inside of the orange. You squeeze a person, so if there's a lot of pain in there, you're going to get a bite. If there's a lot of love in there, you're going to get love. That's just the way it works. You are, it's very simple. It's a very simple formula. It's not different for anybody. It's really a very simple formula. The more you build yourself up within yourself, which is the hardest thing to do, the hardest thing to do is to build yourself up because that is the most valuable thing to do. We're always working on building other people. I'm going to change my wife. I'm going to change my kids. I'm going to change other people. That's not the way it works. Yes, Morty. I think it starts with the, with the person feeling uh, comfortable. Because, yeah. Because when you're around your family, you feel the most comfortable. So you open, you open, you open those doors in, in, within yourself. Nice. So how can, so nice. How can a person... Again, it's all a revelation. Morty, that's a great that's a great point. It's all a revelation of what you have inside of you. Right. Nothing changes when a person gets married and he and he. I mean, it came up when we were talking about this guy who's yelling at his wife uh, for for not making the right eggs. This guy had anger inside of him before he got married. Marriage doesn't change you. What it does is it reveals who you are. That's all it does. Your, your relationship with your wife, your relationship with your children, what happens is people get married and they're like, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe that I'm this type of person. No, no, no. You were that type of person the whole time. You were that type of person the whole time. Just in yeshiva, what are you, like the stipo said, what, what are you, who are you arguing with? What, who's challenging you? You're not really bringing your real self out. That's why I try and say, right? I said this, I think, uh, last week. When people say, oh, so what's your goal of the guys in yeshiva? Right? They should go to this yeshiva. They should go to that yeshiva. No, I don't, I, that, that, that's not my goal. My goal is not to end up in this yeshiva. My goal is not for guys to wear this color shirt or that color shirt or this big yarmulke or this small yarmulke. That's not my goal. My goal is to hopefully talk about this so that you'll be a good husband. You'll be a good husband. You'll be a good father. Why? Because what does that mean? It means that you're somebody who works on himself. 
You're somebody who works on himself. It's not where you are. It's not where you are. It's who you are. It's not where you are. It's who you are. That's what it is. Okay, Hashem should help us as a yes, Josh. Yes, Yitzi. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well said, but a negative person will find negativity. Right, but a negative person, even in the most, right, you ever go on a trip with four or five guys and everything's good in this, and there's that one guy who's just like complaining about the weather, he's complaining about the seat that he has, he's going, right, very, who said that? It's heavy. Who said that? It's heavy, what? Oh, I'm sorry, I thought someone said it's heavy. Yeah, it's hard. It's not where you are, it's who you are. Surroundings help, could help you. Surroundings could help you. If a person's in this yeshiva, right? Let me ask you a question. Like Shimon said, Baruch Hashem, there's positivity and positivity in the culture over here, Baruch Hashem. Does that mean, good, but does that mean that, that somebody doesn't have negativity inside? Of course he can have negativity inside. Good, good, it can help him, correct. But a positive person has to, can, can survive even in a negative environment. And besides that, and besides that, a negative person can't usually survive in any environment, even if it's positive, because his negativity will destroy him and will make him see the negative in, in anything. A positive person can find the positive in everything, and the negative person can find the negative in, in everything. That's what it is. And it takes hard work. Like we said, the Imre Emes, it took him 14 years of Avoda, he said. The Imre Emes, we can't imagine one minute of the Imre Emes. Serious. Can't imagine the intensity and the work of the Emirates. Have no clue how to even. But but they say it took him 14 years to see the good. He worked on 14 years. I in Give me a break. And what do we want? Oh, I heard a great cheer, a purity of speech about being positive. I want to be positive with the world. And if I'm not positive with the world, I'm going to beat myself up for not being positive so fast. Right? That that in itself is a steal. Okay. So Hashem should help us. We should all be Zoha, as we said, this Rosh Hashanah, this Yom Kippur, to change the way we look at people. Because if we change the way, as you said, Shai, if that's the only card, so to speak, that you're going to pull out on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and El and your tshuva is going to be, that I'm going to find the good in other people, says the Zohar, that will bring you the greatest schusim in the world. People are so worried about schusim. You got to learn. You got to learn. Yeah, of course you got to learn more Torah. Of course you got to daven better. Of course you got to do all these things. But the greatest thing that a person can do is to work on seeing the good in somebody else. Because if you see the good in somebody else, klape shmaya, what they're going to tell you is they're going to tell you, okay, great. This guy did this thing wrong, and he did this thing wrong, and he did this thing wrong. But every time this guy saw somebody else do something wrong, what did he do? He went ahead and says, eh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So the same thing, what goes around, comes around. What goes around, comes around. And just to say again, I want to say this very clear. It's very difficult for a person to switch himself around from negativity to positivity. It's very difficult. It takes, it's, it, you're start, you started already. Because you came to yeshiva, and the more you, st- you sit here, and the more you, we go over this, that's why we do this every day. Right? That's on the... That's on the, um, the it's called the profile. What's it called? The profile picture for the, for the group chat. Are you on the chat? Which one? On the, uh, on the quote chat? Yes, sir. Right. So look at what is the, it's called the profile picture. Do you know what does it say for that? You want to read it for us, Yitzi? Sure. And I'm going to switch the word. People often say, 
that positivity doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. You can insert a lot of things with that one. That's why I like that as the quote thing. Right? People think positivity. Yeah, of course it doesn't last. That's why we've got to stand up here every day. That's why we've got to remind ourselves every day, I've got to work on being positive. Oh, I'm such a negative person. That's a negative comment. Robin, sometimes yes. when the... Yes. When the, Before slamming, I guess it worked out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, I just picture myself sitting with you. And okay. Like, okay, go ahead. Uh, but, uh, what was I saying? Oh, right. That sometimes when the going gets tough, you know, if it's a crazy day, or if I got a lot of different things going on, like I got to go to a meeting and then in the morning and then, and then I'm going to a wedding, whatever, basically, you have those days where you got to shower, like, Two, three times a day. So beautiful, 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 beautiful. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So true. So true. And I feel I love what you just said, Yehuda. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. I'll tell you why I love what Yehuda says. Because I can say this on a personal level. The reason I love positivity so much, and I love talking about positivity so much, I'm going to say something negative, but it's okay, I'm okay with that for a second, is because deep inside of me, I have a lot of negativity. Deep inside of me, I have a lot of negativity, and I don't want to live my life like that. And I made a decision that I don't want to live a life like that. And therefore, I will shower as many times a day as I need to, no matter what it is, if it's 20 times, 30 times, as much as I can flush my brain and my heart with positivity. I want to tell you guys something also. When you grow up, as you were saying, Yitzi, and you're in an environment, and the world, and when I say the world, I don't mean the secular world. I'm talking about our world, is a world also that pushes a lot of negativity and a lot of negativity. You look at the news. All it is is negativity, negativity, negativity. So when you're in an environment that's totally negative, and when you're in a situation, that's why I tell you guys, when you're ready to get married, that's why I can't scream it to you guys enough. Because once you're married, when you're sitting across and you're dating that girl, and it's one of the five things that I ask guys when they're dating, it's not for now, five things that I challenge guys on the girl that they're dating. And one of the things, can you have a conversation with her? Is she a positive person. Is she someone who likes to talk about other people or she's a positive, positive person? That doesn't mean it's always good. It doesn't mean it's always sunny outside. It doesn't mean it doesn't rain. It doesn't mean that there isn't negativity. There is negativity. But when a person's pursuit is to really break through that and to be loving and to be positive, especially in our, right, if, if Avas Chinam Yavi Mashiach, if Achim that's what it's about. Loving each other, working on that. And sometimes people look at it and say, okay, it's a cute thing. It's for our yeshiva. It's a cute thing. Kumbaya, positive. Come on, but that's not really what Yiddishkeit's about. Yiddishkeit's really about X, Y, and Z. Well, the card that I could pull out of that one, for anyone who wants to challenge me on that one, and I love when people challenge me on that one. Because all I have to do, Hashem sent me Rav Baruch Bear. And all I'll do is just quote the Rav Baruch Bear. And then that wins, that trumps it all. You win the hand. And the bottom line is, that's what Judaism's about. That's what Judaism's about. Okay, so Hashem should help us. As the Chavetz Chaim says, 
As the Chavis Chaim says, yes, Shlaimi. Yes. We the first place of Megish was destroyed for various reasons, yeah? And what did it take to get the second place of Megash? Only seventy years. Beautiful. But the second place of Megash we didn't do our various. All we did was be nasty to each other and we still don't have it. So we're building the base of Megash as we speak. Baruch Hashem, Hashem should help each and every one of us and all of Klai Yisrael to only see the good in each other, especially during Elul, especially during Rosh Hashanah. Right? It's one of the things we'll talk about, Rosh Hashanah, when we're all together. It's one of the things is that Hashem always puts next to you on Rosh Hashanah, that guy who's davening next to you, and you're trying to have this great Rosh Hashanah, and this guy who's davening a certain way, or he's this, and all the Yitzhahara wants you on Rosh Hashanah, is to be negative. That's what, the, that's what happens. That guy, I'm sitting there, I wish I could concentrate if this idiot would only stop up. I wish I could have a good davening. Maybe Hashem is telling you, you don't even have to daven. Just love the guy next to you. Because if you love the guy next to you, what do you have to daven for? You're davening for a good year. You're davening for good schusim. So put down the sitter and give the guy a hug. And then, you'll, then you could go out and go have your meal. So Hashem should help us all to have an incredible Elul, to continue with, with positivity. And as Yehuda said so beautifully, no matter how many times, as Rav Nachman, I think, said, Rav Nachman, those of you who would know this quote better, Say what, what was your song for Imre? That was Imre. That was from uh, Imre. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Hashem should help us all. We should all be zocher. Oh, so Rashkayach, uh, the, the niggin. Rav Nachman says even if you, you have to start over, right? You have to start over a hundred times, a thousand times a day. You have to be mechadish yourself again, 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 again. So too with the positivity and the love. It's the same thing. It's okay if you see negativity. That's normal. But what do you got to do? You have to strengthen yourself. I don't want to see negativity. You daven to Hashem. I want to see. It's one of the things I daven for. I can say on a personal level. It's one of the things. I have it on a list. It's one of the things I daven for. Hashem, help me see the good in other people. Because I naturally, it's hard for me to always see the good in other people. Baruch Hashem. Over time, over time, you, you build your muscles, your positive muscles. But if you don't build them, we're all expecting for the positivity to fall from heaven. I'm waiting for everyone to be positive with me. No, you create that. Yes, Dovi. So I can tell, I, I can speak for myself that my negativity is very real. And it is. If you want to say deep inside, of course, to try to work on it. But then how do I know what I'm working on is real? How do I know that? Because the negativity is something that I, that I, that I understand. And I feel and I portray. If you want to say it feels good, 
but I do want to work on being a better person. But Beautiful. I also want to make sure that's still pretty legit and not something that's just... Beautiful. Beautiful. Dovi, so you're as, as Kedar Kechob HaKodesh, which means... Uh, it's, it's not going to be a proper translation because when you say Kedar Kachabakodesh, it means something very deep. It means as your holy ways have been, and you continue in your holy ways, Dovi, sitting there, sitting in the shear, day in, day out. So the Ramchal, your Machavin, which means you actually are saying what the Ramchal himself says. Your Machavin, your thoughts are the similar thoughts as the Ramchal is teaching us. And he says, when it comes to things in life like drinking, do you have to work on drinking? No. I don't mean drinking alcohol. I'm saying, stop drinking. Do you have to, could, could be also not. I'm saying, that wasn't my point. Does a person have to drink on, does a person have to work on going to sleep? No. He naturally goes to sleep. A person naturally work on being hungry. You don't naturally have to work on that. Right? Those are things that are, that are with you. Person doesn't have to work on being lazy. Person doesn't have to work on being negative. So the Ramchal says, that's what he says. That's why you're on this world. The, word, the reason we're on this world is to actually be Kona, to acquire. And the way you acquire something is when you work hard at it. The way you acquire something is through sweat. How did you get those muscles? Yeah! yeah. Right? Right. Now, I want to say, I'm going to say something to you, Dovi, because you heard this from me, and this is one of the themes of this year, Baruch Hashem, that we said during Shalashudas. Right? How did, you, how did you go ahead, 6.45, gets up, you wake up 6.45. Did those muscles just appear like your negativity and like your hunger and your drinking? Did it just happen, or what did you have to do? What did you have to do? Answer the question. What? Put in some work. Now, what do we say? Shalashudas, last Shalashudas, what do we say? It's harder, is it, it's easier to work out than it is to work in. So whatever you did, Dovi, how many years did it take you to look like that? Now, answer the question. How many? How, give me years. No, I'm being serious. No, 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 no. How many years, Dovi, don't be so humble now. How many years did it take you to look the way, have you been working out for a few months? You've been working out for a few, for a, a year? Oh, well, how long, well, what? Well, what, so three, hold up. So three, one second, one second. So Dovi, you've been working out for three or four years. Now it's easier to work out than it is to work in. And you've been working in, in this yeshiva, for a full year, coming to Mitzil's Yisharm. And your workout, your muscles, your inner muscles, are getting stronger. And the more you'll work in, the stronger you'll be like that also, in. The problem is, just like the guy, and I'm sure you know a lot of these guys, they want to take the steroids, they want to look good, however they want to look good, but they're not, what? Willing to put... In the work. I want to feel good. I love it. I was waiting for this moment. Thank you, Hashem. Someone sent me this morning a beautiful picture, and I will share this picture with everybody. I'll even pass it around right now, and I love it. I love when I get these pictures, because the world, Dovi, and all of us, does not want us to work in. The world wants us to see a bus. Someone took a picture of this bus, 
in Manhattan. It's not a bus that they saw in a newspaper. It's a bus that they saw with their own eyes in Manhattan. And what is it, a bus? It's a bus that says, Weed World. Yeah, 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 I didn't make this up. Someone sent me this picture. It's a full bus, look around, a full bus that has a picture of lollipops, candies, push the movement. Push the movement on, I'm not, I didn't make this up. The Weed World Candies. Weed World Candies. Weed World Candies. You might want to invest in that stock right now because it's going to go up. Weed World Candies. Go look. This is the market. This is the world, guys. This is what the world is selling you, Dovey. The world is selling you, don't work in, have a lollipop. Don't work on yourself. Why should I work on myself? If I have anxiety when I walk in a room, don't deal with your anxiety. Have a shot of vodka. Have a shot of something. If you have social anxiety, whatever that might mean, which is actually just to tell you, to have anxiety around a lot of people is a very great, watch this, it's going to throw your head the other way, is actually a very healthy thing. What? That's not what my psychologist told me. That's not my, what the psychiatrist say. To actually walk in a room of a lot of people and to be self-conscious and to be nervous is a beautiful, healthy thing. You're not supposed to walk into a room and be like, yeah, I own this room, I own everybody, I'm the man, I'm yo, I don't even know anybody here, I'll walk over to everybody, hugs and kisses. Yeah, that's not normal. That means there's something wrong with you if you could do that. Now the guy who can do that is like, whoa, is there something wrong with me? No, you sometimes have people, there are people, there are people who have a meter inside of them, it's very, it's not a, it's not a regular, it's not a typical person. There are some people who love meeting new people. There are some people who love winning people over in a positive way. They love, it's one of the strengths that people have, that they love to go around the crowd, a new crowd, and to say, hey, what's up, introduce themselves. But if you're not, those are maybe one in whatever it is. But if you're a person, who's self-conscious, that's what, that's what the world is telling us, Dovi. The world is telling us the opposite of what the Ramchal is telling us. The world is, that's why everyone likes to work out. Because deep down, they want to work in. But it's harder to work in. It's much harder to work it. It's much harder to put the bottle down. It's much harder when everyone is doing something to stop doing it and to face your anxiety to face your fears, to face your insecurities. It's very difficult to accept that, very difficult. And that's what separates great people and kaha kaha people. The men from the boys. Men from the boys, it does, it will separate. It separates a good marriage from not a good marriage. I'm being serious. It separates a great marriage from a good marriage, from an incredible marriage to a great marriage. That's what separates how willing you are to go to the places that you're not willing to go to, but you need to go there. And that's what the avoda is. That's what yeshiva's about. That's what this yeshiva's about. That's what we're here to do. We're here to do the work. As Shlomi says, Holy Shlomi says, and he said it, and it takes one 
it takes one to say it. It takes one to say it. That our avoda here is to learn a blot of yourself. And if you think after one year, Dovi, that you're all, all buff, you're not. It's not just like you didn't become that big in one year. So too, a guy comes to yeshiva for one year, and what does he do? It's like telling a guy, Dovi, teach me how to work out and to be a big guy. I want to work out for six months. I'm going to sleep half the time, chill out half the time. I'm going to work, blah, 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 on the weekends, blah, 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 whatever it is, and I expect to be all big and that. Of course it doesn't work. So why would it work in Ruchnius? Why would it work on something more meaningful? Like when people say, I want to be happy. Give me the pill of happiness. So they're giving you the pill of happiness, quote, unquote, which is not true anyway. Because I've never met somebody, never, ever, 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 met a guy who gives in to his tithes, not a person who has tithes, a person who is constantly giving in and giving in and giving in who's happy. Never. I've never met anyone like that. Never met anyone because you know what? It don't work. It doesn't work. Happiness comes when you work in. Happiness comes through pain. Happiness comes when you get honest with yourself. Happiness comes when you find meaning in why you're here on this planet and not just going through the, the, your life as a bobblehead and just going through, okay, yeah, I'm just doing whatever everybody's doing. Dead fish, El Yakum, go with the flow. Dead fish, go with the flow. If you want to be alive, as Rabbi Lef, Baruch Hashem, said yesterday, incredible, to have a schus. Rabbi Lef says that the uh, that the Rishayim B'chayim Nekrumesim is because their whole existence is for what? What's their existence for? We're the ones who are having a blast. We're the ones who are having a great time in this world. In this world. The depressed people, the sad people are the ones who run away. You ever meet a guy, I don't, I don't mean to, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not judging anyone, but you meet a teenager who's, who's going through, right? A lot of guys say you meet a guy who's... Uh, a few years in yeshiva, and he's learning, suddenly his face starts changing. He's shining a little bit. He's looking happy. And then the guy who's just involved in stupidity, he looks down. He's depressed. Why is that? It's very simple. This guy's working in, and this guy's working out. That's why. This guy's working in. This guy's not. That's what we're here to do. That's what Elul's about. That's what Rosh Hashanah is about. And don't wait, like I said yesterday. First year, guys, don't wait till Pesach. Don't wait till Hanukkah. Don't wait. There's nothing to wait for. There's nothing to wait for. Second year, guys, for sure. For sure. For sure. Third year, guys, it's time to get ready to get married. Third, fourth year, guys, it's time to think about marriage. Time to think about getting married. Time to think, right, Nelson? Yeah. Right, Nelson? That's the truth. That's the MS. Hashem should help us all. Yes, Shimmy. Beautiful. Correct. Correct. 
Shimmy, of course. Shimmy's always. Shimmy's always been. Of course, of course, of course. I, I'm very happy you said that, Shimmy. I'm very happy that you said that. And that is that, um, that we make the mistake to think that everything has to be all good to, to have serenity and peace or whatever you want to call it. That's not true, or happiness. That's not true. It's not true. It's, it's being honest with yourself. And if honesty with yourself means that I am not doing good, and if honesty with yourself means I have these things that I'm struggling with, that's, this, that's bigger, as Reb Simcha Bunim said. I actually saw this. I've quoted this many times. Reb Simcha Bunim says, it's better. What? Yeah, Reb Simcha Bunim says, better. Today is your time. Simcha Bunim says it's better to be a Russia and you know you're a Russia so you know who you are. You're being honest with yourself because you're connected to Hashem if you know the truth about yourself than to be in Dimyan than to be in a Dimyan to think you're this big tzaddik. It's better to be to know you're, you're, you know who you are. And I want to say something, I want to end off with this. So I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I said, you know what, i got to start saying this more and more to say this. I, I don't think I've spoken like this and said this point that I want to really share with all of you here. And that is that this stage that you're in right now is a very challenging stage in certain ways. Because it's your transition from being a child to being an adult. And that's why the older you get, second year, third year, whatever it is, sometimes it could be even more challenging because we want to hold on to being a baby, myself included. I love holding on to being a baby. Whenever I go home, I shared this with the person I was talking to yesterday about this. When I go home and I'm sitting at, my, at the kitchen table, see I even said my kitchen table, my kitchen table, it's, my, 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 it's not my kitchen table, it's my parents' kitchen table, but I just even said that. When I go home till this day, and I sit there, you know, eating cereal or eating something with my mother, I feel like I'm a little kid again. We all want to, we all, we all, when I go back to America, when I go back to America, I can automatically transform, right? Oh, I start smelling sushi. I start smelling, right, uh, Dunkin' Donuts coffee, rest stops, all the stuff that America, right, our cultured America, right, gives us. Right? All of those things, because the normal thing is we like to stay like babies. We like for someone to pamper us, to care for us, especially if you didn't have that as a kid. Especially if you didn't have that as a kid. If you were brought up with a lot of discipline, negative discipline, I'm not talking about healthy discipline, with, with, with so let me change the word, sorry, scratch that. If you were brought up with a lot of criticism, and a lot of negativity, especially around Judaism, then, 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 then it's even harder because you never actually were a baby. You actually never were a child. So you might want to be a child later on in life because you want to experience being a child. A lot of us have that. So your stage now, leaving high school, being 18, 19, 20, 21, is very, that's why some guys, when they get older, it gets even more scary. Because then I actually have to be an adult. I have to actually take responsibility. I have to actually be the giver. I have to be the generator. But that's what separates, no pun intended, the men from the boys. Those who work in, 
And those who take, take themselves seriously and take themselves seriously and they really rip it and they grab it, those are the ones who will end up really, really, and I believe everyone here will do that. Imamish have, have confidence in everybody here. Yes, Ellie. I just want to say one thing about facing your problems. Yes. Facing your problems is like facing your fears. When you face them, when you face your fears, if you would just, if you don't face them, you walk away and you're upset and you're not happy with yourself and you feel like you let yourself down. But when you face your fears, you walk away like a happy man. You're like, ah, I did it. I faced my fears. Right. It's so true. Facing your problems. Beautiful. 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 And I want. And I, and I just want to mention, I just want to mention, um, how do you know that? Oh. What? I actually didn't want to say that. I thought of it and I forced myself to say that. A fear, a fear facer is a fear facer. That's a winner. That's a winner. That's a winner. Because it's always, because I have fears. I, at, the, at your stage, you have this fear. When you're 18 years old, you have this fear. When you're 19 years old, you have this fear. When you're 25 years old, you have this fear. When you're 30 years old, you have this fear. When you're this age, you have this. Fear is always out there. So when you learn to face everything and rise, which is Russia Tevis' fear, face everything and rise, like you were describing, as opposed to, so who's going to say it? As opposed to, no, that's a different one. Sorry. What? As opposed to, thank you, forget everything and run. Because that's most of the time what we do. So what Ellie did over here is he could have forgotten, and so many people hate when that happens. I hate when that happens to me also, where you want to do something, and you have that initial fear, and then you shut yourself down, and then you're like, I should have said it, I didn't say it, and the whole day you could be sitting, I didn't say it, that's forgetting everything and running. What you did was facing everything and rise. Facing everything and rise. Hashem should help us, beautiful. Hashem should help us all. That this will be a year for all of us of facing everything and Mamela rising for us. And it doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Doesn't matter what happened a week ago. Doesn't have a smash your rear view mirrors. Smash them. That doesn't mean you don't have to, it doesn't mean you can't talk about your past. Don't misunderstand me. Doesn't mean you can't sit with somebody to talk about if you had trauma or you had pain or you have difficulty. It's not a contradiction to spend time talking about things you went through in the past. But you're not living in the past. There's a difference. Smashing your rearview mirrors and moving forward means that I create, as Reb Simcha says, I create my day. I don't have a good day. I create the day that I want to have. Everyone have an amazing day. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody.